This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, June 28, 2023. I'm Caleb Brown. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi's visit to the United States was notable for a few reasons, according to Cato's Swami IR. For one, India's rejected efforts to involve it on the U.S. side of Russia's war in Ukraine. And India's relationships with Russia and China are stronger than U.S. policymakers would like. We spoke earlier this week. Can you characterize the general concerns between India and the United States that Narendra Modi and Joe Biden were trying to either smooth over or get some clarity on? Well, Mr. Modi was over in a peculiar circumstance. He's looking forward to a general election next year. He wants to project himself to the Indian audience as a big world leader. And even Mr. Biden is going out of his way to pat him on the back and say what a great leader he is. So that is the Indian the Indian angle. Within that, we have the situation while both of them are saying, you know, we are great partners and we love each other. The fact is that on something as critical as Ukraine, India absolutely refused to condemn the Russian invasion. After that, India became the biggest buyer of Russian oil because, you know, we didn't want to pay high prices. So you have a situation, actually, where India has kicked the United States in the face on Ukraine. Even so, Mr. Biden has gone out of his way to say that, you know, we are going to be friends and we are going to be partners. And why is this? It is because India is a rising economic power, 1.4 billion people, third highest GDP in the world in purchasing power terms, the only country in Asia that can be a counter to China. And therefore, in order to be a counter to China, Mr. Biden feels, I must help India become as economically and militarily as strong as possible. Even if they are not going along with us on various policy issues, we must do this. So they've got together. It's In some sense, Mr. Biden has discovered that he needs India. Rather more than the other. So in order for India to be a true partner, I wonder what what would you identify as some policy changes that ought to occur to make India a more formidable counter to China economically? Well, India simply needs to grow faster. So that's mostly on the Indian side. I mean, the United States can help at the margin on various trade issues. But overall, it's up to India to do its its own economic reforms and grow fast. The United States is playing the role that it can. But India on its own is very clear. We do not want to be an ally of the USA. The, in, the India believes in what are called a multiple alignment with different partners on different topics. So even while we are in some sense containing China, we do work with China as members of the Shanghai Co- Cooperation Group, with the BRICS Group. So we are attempting to have a partnership even with China. Now, of course, the, there will be different partnerships on different issues, but we do not want to join a cold war against China. So the two are getting together. So India is happy to deepen this defense relationship. There's going to be some co-production of some pretty high-tech general electric aircraft engines and some drones. But frankly, this is not the cat's whiskers. The F-35 aircraft are in fact superior. 
to the kind of stuff that we are buying right now. And at the same time, India prizes its defense relationship with Russia, from whom we are getting these S-400 defense missiles. And that is a very important relationship which India is not going to give up. So as far as we are concerned, we are attempting to get something greater cooperation from the United States in the sense of there is a space agreement. So there is more satellite thing. India has become part of the Artemis Accord. There is some talk of an Indo-US free trade agreement, but it's not going anywhere fast because India drags its feet on a number of issues. India is fundamentally not a free trader. So <laughs> not going. So what's happening is that we are taking steps forward. There's been a lot of hoopla in the Modi visit. What has been achieved is positive. And yet what really stands out is that India has plowed its own furrow on Ukraine. And similarly, if there is now a problem on Taiwan, what happens if tomorrow there is an American Chinese invasion of Taiwan? Will India join the United States in an anti-China alliance? And the answer is no, we won't. We would look forward to American help in case on the Tibetan border, if there is a Chinese invasion, we would look forward to American help. But again, we do not expect any American troops would ever come. They would only be sending a certain amount of so this is a limited partnership. It is progressing. But the main point of it is a long-range one, that in the next 50 years, let India get stronger and stronger and stronger. Because the days of U.S. monopoly and hegemony are over. The USA needs more partners in the Indo-Pacific region. India is going to be the largest economy in that region. So let us strengthen it militarily and economically. That is the Biden position right now. To what extent were human rights in India a part of this visit between Modi and Joe Biden? It might have been raised just in, in the, as a formality. It is most certainly not central. The fact of the matter is that India has been slipping democratically. You look at any kind of institution like VDEM or the Cato Institute, Freedom House, if you measure India's current democratic values, it has been slipping under Mr. Modi. There has been a crackdown on the opposition. They've misused the sedition law. They have more or less thrown out institutions like Amnesty International and, and Oxfam. So without doubt, India is backsliding. But Mr. Modi was not taken to task in any part. This is not a key part. The United States has dealt with a whole lot of dictatorships like Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, or Egypt, and so on. So it is not as though the United States is a pure, purebred democratic state on its own right. It has always dealt with guys. And compared with some of the other guys whom we have dealt with, I think Modi looks like Mother Teresa. What of the enhanced relationship between India and the United States with regard to refueling vessels and providing more technical support for the U.S. military? Oh, yes. And in fact, repairs of ship. So the Congress party, the opposition has already raised an alarm. My gosh, is this the start of an American base in India? Are we going to become subservient to the United States? I would say there is not a chance in hell of that happening. The position right now is very clearly that India is asserting itself as it has done on the Ukraine. A country that asserts itself in such unqualified terms on Ukraine is not going to become subservient. But certainly, India and the USA are part of the Quad. There is this 
allied this four countries japan australia india and the usa who are in the indo pacific wanting to safeguard maritime lines so part of that same thing india has progressed further it has still not got anywhere near a naval alliance we will never get to that kind of situation but yes the two have edged together but the position right now is not that india is somehow moving into the us orbit i would say it's the other way around the us is moving into the indian orbit the us is saying even if you guys don't agree with us we are obliged to help build you up economically militarily because you are the only guys in asia that can contain china it seems clear that the us has a strong interest in faster economic growth in india domestically does narendra modi give off policy solutions to actually have that kind of growth that the us would like to see and presumably the average indian citizen would like to see what what has he done and is there is it likely that economic growth under narendra modi going forward would be stronger than it has been i think economic growth will actually slow down the reason is that the global economic conditions have worsened considerably the huge locomotive that china was those days are over so china is no longer a huge locomotive meanwhile you had a kind of rever- reversion of not quite the cold war but instead of promoting free trade and investment everywhere countries everywhere are drawing inwards they are beginning to have protectionist policies they are having what they are calling friend shoring let's move our stuff out of china or, or the most efficient place to our own place to build to reduce our reliance on china reduce our reliance on russia so i would say that after the end of the cold war the kind of globalization that we saw gave the whole world economy a new efficiency because there were no enemies anymore we could trade and invest everywhere with everybody that is now reversing that deglobalization is hurting the world economy and is hurting india so india earlier on was averaging a little more than 7% growth will we be able to continue that i am afraid not but mr modi i would say is more liberal on the economy than the opposition parties like the congress party so while he has to deal with a party which itself has some protectionist streaks within the party he is in fact a relative liberalizer that is a good thing but india is not going to go back to 7% growth if we can do 6% we'll be lucky Swami Iyer is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. He writes the popular Swami Nomics column in the Times of India. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.